Hey, everybody. So today on AI Every Day, I'm going to have a little discussion about what a token is. And if you're technical, this might still interest you because I'm going to talk a little bit about reducing or distilling tokens so that you can have a deeper conversation with an LLM with less tokens. This matters for various reasons, but maybe the biggest reason is that the API calls for ChatGPT, and presumably this will apply to other LLMs, is based on the number of tokens that you send it. You pay for the tokens that you send. You pay for the tokens that you receive. At a ChatGPT 3.5 level, at industrial scale, I don't know how this looks, but it's incredibly inexpensive from my perspective versus what you can do. I noticed that even after experimenting for days and days, I went to the billing section on the OpenAI portal and I rung up a tab of five cents. With ChatGPT4, you're looking at maybe something different because it's something like 50 times as expensive currently. And for those of you who've been using it, either because you have access to the beta of GPT4 API or because you have ChatGPT Plus and you get a certain amount of messages to the GPT-4 model in that subscription, you know that the GPT-4 generation of response is way slower. And that is partially because the model is so much larger, which makes it much more capable, but it also means the response time is slower. This isn't new to GPT-4, by the way. If you just look at the OpenAI docs today, you will notice that they actually talk about the original model, the Ada model, the Babbage model, the Curie model, which are all smaller, more focused models than the DaVinci model that became the basis of the ChatGPT branch. It talks about the Ada, Babbage, Curie being much faster as well as cheaper. And so very useful for certain use cases where you don't need the logical thinking. They can do it without having to have so much horsepower. What I want to do, though, is I want to take you through an example here of conversion of text to tokens, and I'll just show you a sort of experiment that I've run about using ChatGPT to reduce the amount of data you send to ChatGPT. And I originally conceived of this as something you might want to do, leveraging the ChatGPT 3.5 Turbo API to actually reduce the amount of data you sent to the GPT-4 API. What I'm going to do here first is I'm going to import the module that I created that interacts with ChatGPT, and I will instantiate that. So this is basically a, um, a single Python class that can continue to have a conversation with ChatGPT through the API. And we can look at this messages role and i'm going to try to make this as visible as possible and what you see here is this is my seed message and this is a little bit different than the one of the docs but i can go and call in my class a generate response has the rest of the kind of parameters baked in as defaults and i will say please explain the significance of layers in an MLLM. In fact, I might just say, please explain in detail, since we actually want a bunch of text, since we're going to be distilling it, and we'll ask it that. This is the equivalent going into typing this in the chat box, right? And you see it's got an explanation. You notice in my system, I've actually told it to be brief. So even though I've told it to answer in detail, there's a little bit of tension between the built-in instruction I put about answering concisely, and then this version where I'm telling it explicitly, please be more verbose. But if you look now at my messages list, you can see I've got the original system message, and then you see my role as a user, and I sent the content, please explain in detail the significance of layers in an MLLM, and then the assistant replies with this text. Now, if I continue, 
The thing to know about how ChatGPT works is it's stateless. So when you are conversing with it through, say, the web interface, when you make a call, the API actually needs you to send back all of the previous messages for it to know what you're talking about. And of course, if you used it extensively, you understand that you can ask it things in brief and it does remember previous parts of the conversation. So what I'm going to do now is say something like, how does this apply? If I can not type it, how does this apply to GPT-3? Please explain its layer topology. So we're going to get a little more text here. When this one comes back, we'll stop for a second and we'll look at the number of tokens. I think the rule of thumb I've seen is that you get about 0.8 words per token. I don't know if that's necessarily true. And you can see it's come back and it's explaining all kinds of details. It's not formatted great. You notice there's some new lines embedded in here. I'm just getting the raw string. So you see it all glommed together, but I'm going to go and show you the list of messages, right? Which is this. Now this is all those messages. So it has the original, my first question, its response. My second question, which you can see is about two thirds of the way down. And I say, please explain the layer topology and then it responds. And then I might say, we'll do one more message and I'll say, see, generate response. Is there an implication that longer prompts may be less effective because they strain the ability of the model to parse attention to the complexity, which this is probably not straining its complexity. So we'll have one third thing. There is some evidence to suggest. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to go and call tokens on its messages array. And you can see here that it's got 920 tokens. So with these three messages, we're almost a fourth of the way to the absolute maximum limit of the chat GPT-35 API, which is 4,096 tokens. So what if I didn't want to spend all those? Or importantly, what if I were calling the GPT-4 API and I'm paying 50 times as much, what could I do? And so I wrote a function, which basically actually instantiates a completely different conversation with the chat GPT API under the hood, tells it that its mission is to actually distill the text down to keep the meaning the same, but reduce the token count. And so I'm going to actually call this reduce function and it's self-contained. So what it's going to do is it's going to take the contents of this messages list. It's going to take each message and hand it to the API and ask it to reduce it down. Now I'm building it in a way where it would be automatic, but I would say for this demo, I made it so it's manual. So it's not auto reducing. And so I can force it to do it. So you can see here now it's spit out. It's distilled this bigger string down to this much smaller string. And you can see now there is a, the first message, which was basically like two paragraphs has now been reduced to about three sentences worth. I haven't done a whole bunch of veracity tests to understand, is this truly syntactically and semantically the same? But I will tell you that when you look through this, it actually translates pretty well, right? There's a lot of density that you can get rid of, and it's actually not even necessarily doing as much as it could, because I think it's keeping a certain amount of punctuation and things. In the past, I have noticed that it's willing to do things like abbreviate longer words or shorten them to things that you could understand that, that have the same sort of meaning if you're translating them in context, but instead of a long word, then you get something smaller. Like it might say ETC instead of et cetera spelled out, for example. So with this token count reduced, and you can see, I can still look at the array, 
And you can tell it's much smaller now than it used to be, right? These bottom ones match. The one above is the full kind of input text before reduction. So hopefully this was interesting and you get a feel for basically what a token is. And of course, that we're seeing the token counts printed here on the screen. And it gives you a feel for how you might approach certain types of strategies, because as we get to the industrialization of AI, I think that you can 100% expect this to be the norm. So if this was interesting, please follow me or subscribe, and we will continue to dig in on fun tidbits like this.